raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdullah Kibjabaz, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with indie politics and government. Shabazz, how are you? Doing well, my friend, doing well. Jim Merritt, hello. I'm well. Good day. All right, let's start with the big news. Now, Jim, you were, you and I were chuckling uh, yesterday via text message. Remember when we were so concerned the governor's race was going to be very boring? Well, it was boring. <laughs> and, and it's improved a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. There's now 9 million people running, and uh, there's all sorts of teams and sides and worldviews and people that will benefit. And, uh, well, and they will all be in the same room on Monday, September 11th. Wait, what's that? Uh, Hamilton uh, Hamilton County is having uh, their big fall dinner event. Oh yeah! And all uh, all five uh, ma- uh, five is it five now? It's six, six. With, that, with Jamie Rittenauer. Like I said, all five candidates <laughs> <laughs> will be there. You be nice. <laughs> we'll be there. You be nice. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so let's start with the fact that Brad Chambers is in. He is now. I don't. I tend not to do the um, humorous observations that I do on my Kendall and Casey show on this program. We try to present it more as a public affairs type of deal. He was the he was the head of the IEDC under Holcomb. Is that right? Is that what he was? Yes, he was. Okay, so his job was to, air quote, bring business to the state of Indiana. Now, Merritt, you funded this IEDC thing for years. There ain't no unconnected people running the IEDC. Is that right? IEDC, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, is a quasi-governmental authority, and uh, they were all over the world. I, I, I think I saw the— You paid for those people to have very nice the, trips. That, yes, you did. Thank yes, you. And, and I saw the governor on a camel. <laughs> well, too, bad we didn't, too bad we didn't leave him there. Oh, <laughs> did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. <laughs> um, so he's running for governor. He has resigned as the head of the IEDC, and he has now—came out yesterday— he has given himself $5 million. Uh, that sounds like a lot of money. It sounds, Shabazz, it sounds like the sort of people you would enjoy hanging out <laughs> with. Uh, t- tell me if I'm wrong. That's a lot of money to give yourself to run for governor. This is going to be one of, if not the, Jim, correct me if I'm wrong here, the most expensive Republican gubernatorial primary in the history of Indiana. That's easy to say. The, and it's we, true. Between Brad Chambers and $5 million, Eric Doden and his millions, Mike Braun and his millions, Suzanne uh, Crowd's a prolific fundraiser. It's get your sunglasses. It's 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 going to be it's going to be it's it's going to be, be expensive. Uh, it's going to be bright. Okay, so I've long asked this question, and look, the legislature just gave their rowdy friends at the statewide office holders a big giant raise. So I get that the governor's paying more now, or will pay more than it does now, but that seems like an exorbitant amount of your own money to spend for a job that doesn't pay anywhere near that. Why would you spend five million dollars of your own money for that? That just seems like a lot of money to spend. Well, he's got it. He's got it. And, uh, he, you know, I've known Brad for Brad Chambers 
Wait, great look, portion of my life. Look, before you answer that, I have a question about what you just said. Okay, like if you were to say, Rob, could you buy a new car? Yeah, I've got it. Mm-hmm. I theoretically have it, but it would really hurt to do it. Does he have $5 million, like I have enough money to buy a new car? Does he have $5 million, like, Rob, can I borrow 5 bucks? He has, he has $5 million, but he has money to, to buy lots of new cars. Okay, yeah. so Evidently $5 million is so. no big deal to him. No, it's uh, not. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, tell, it, tell me your story about your friend. Well, he, he uh, Brad, I've known him most of my life, and he actually started a business when he was in college. Oh, and, uh, so did I. I didn't end up with five million bucks to blow running for governor. <laughs> he's a serial entrepreneur, uh-huh. and uh, he's got the money, and uh, he's done a really good job of building a, a, an empire, along with creating his own foundation. So wait, he, he's got like a charity. Yes. Do they help yes. out uh, underpaid radio broadcasters? <laughs> Only if you're hungry. <laughs> I think more like I think they help out overpaid radio broadcasters. <laughs> Well, you'll be first in line. Uh, go ahead, by the way, I get direct deposit, not a <laughs> yes, check. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Well, he he uh, uh, he's an outstanding uh, person. I was on the state fair uh, state fair commission with him as chairman, and uh, with we didn't miss a beat when Mr. Lacey passed away. So it, it um, he knows what he's doing. Uh, the five million dollars is a lot of. That's a lot of candy. I mean, that's a lot of cake, and and, and so he uh, he did very very well as uh, the president of the IEDC, and um, we it'll be interesting to see how the jobs with the leap uh, program up in Lebanon actually works out. But um, the other candidates had to freeze in time. Uh, when they heard he was getting into the race, especially with the establishment behind him. Yeah, we'll get to the uh, the Good Time Fun Gang that's supporting him in just a just a moment. But uh, that am I wrong, Abdul? That's like a that is a crap ton of money to say here. I'll just go have some fun. What what it, what it does a couple things. Number one, uh, it gives you the financial resources to compete. Yeah. But number two, it sends a message to all your opponents that hey, I'm here. I'm in the room. If you want to, if you want to go, let's go. And I got five million reasons backing me as to why I think I can be governor. So now, once again, can Mike Braun self fund? Yes. Eric Doden self funding? Yes. Suzanne Crouch is a prolific fundraiser, but it, but it shows that there's a new kid in town. Mm-hmm. And I always thought five million dollars uh, was the amount of money that would would make you successful or at least competitive in the governor race. Now I talked to somebody yesterday, and uh, I won't name them, but the theory is. Well, it's nothing to him because if he wins, the donor and lobbyist crowd will make sure he gets, air quote, reimbursed, which is a you know a legal thing. It's it's fine. So he looks at it as, well, I'll get it all back anyway. So and if I lose it, I lose it. He's in a pretty good position. Well, Mike Brown did the same thing when Mike right. Brown ran for the U.S. Senate. Yeah, he he, he, did, he didn't he didn't give. He loaned himself money. That's a big difference. Yeah, because when you loan yourself money, then you can use the donations to pay it back. That way, you're not out of a dime. So what you're saying is, Braun, Braun, Braun got elected as we you know covered in 2018 to the U.S. Senate. He used his infinite money to win the primary. He was basically home free, and then spent a bunch of time saying, "Hey, can you give me some money? I need to be paid back because well, I'm super rich, but I want to continue to be super rich." Well, you don't get rich playing with your own money. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Well, I, I loaned Again, myself $14,000 for the mayor campaign, and I didn't get it back. <laughs> so you got to win. That's the key. Yeah, exactly. You, that's the key. Mm-hmm. So don't cry a, you know, a river for this guy. He fully intends to get his money back from his rich donor lobbyist uh, connections, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's uh, he, it, 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 just, it just remains to be seen 
uh, if he, if at this dinner that is on the 11th of September, if he can go to, uh, go to table to table and what the relationships are. And yeah, I didn't get invited to this one this year. I got invited. Uh, well, still, I mean, they extended the deadline to to uh, go, so you could actually go and pay for a seat, Robert. Oh, Jim, let me be as clear <laughs> to you as I possibly can, and, and Abdul will back me up on this. I would sooner take a hammer and smash it between my eyes repeatedly than give money that benefits the Republican Party. So, so you, don't, that? you don't want to go sit with the teachers because they'll give money too. <laughs> No, but actually, but actually, uh, I do plan to be there because uh, Mario Masalami, who's a Hamilton County GOP chairman, is a good friend. We've known each other for years. Uh, invited me to show up. So, uh, is like, this the one where DeSantis is the speaker? Is that right? Wasn't DeSantis supposed to speak at something in Hamilton County? Is this not it? No, um, no, no. no that's they the, don't have a speaker this year. They're they're talking about our heroes that are um, because, public because, safety. Yeah, heroes. public. Yeah, it's more like oh. a public safety dedication. It's a September 11th, and oh. in the, the five or six governor candidates will yeah. be there. Oh, okay. All right. So this is uh, usually they have some high profile person who comes and they do gives remarks and mm-hmm. you know. Okay, very good. Doesn't matter anyway. Um, okay, so he's in the ball game now. My question to both of you is this: Curtis Hill's clearly taken the socially conservative lane, right? That's the lane he's trying to fill. Mike Braun is trying to fill some sort of lane between conservative and establishment. And Doden, I don't know what he's doing. He's just spending a lot of his dad's money and his money. I don't know what lane he's trying to fill. But if you're Chambers, what is your path to victory, especially when you have Suzanne Crouch, who already kind of took, I mean, if you go by donations, infrastructure, whatever, a big portion of the establishment lane? Do you just say, Give me that back! Like, what is your what is your path to victory here? I, I think I think your path to victory is, uh, and it, it depends on it depends on who you match up with, who which candidates you match them up against. I mean, is that a fair the the ones I just named? Is that a fair description of kind of where they're going? I, I would say for the most part, I, I nuanced the Suzanne Crouch a little bit because you have some of the establishment folks who aren't crazy about Suzanne Crouch. A lot of some of those folks are in the Holcomb administration. Why do they not like her? She it's, was so loyal. It, it, it's 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 it's. That's another whole cheat sheet novel. Great, right, right there. It's very complicated. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have that going on. Uh, I think, I think Chambers hurts Doden because Doden can only say, "Hey, I brought these millions of jobs to yeah. Indiana." Uh, I think, I think, I think the with with Mike Braun, you're right. I think Mike Braun is sort of he's he's he's, he's walking that tightrope. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm establishment today, but I'm anti-establishment today. <laughs> blah 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 blah. So it it, it, it it's going to be interesting to see how. Uh, and about a, uh, after the after November after the November election after the mayor's race, that's when things are going to go uh, full throttle, full force. We we can all agree. Again, we try to be a little nicer on this show. Sometimes we fail, but we at least try. <laughs> than our our Kendall and Casey show, we can all agree that Diego Morales was a very 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 flawed candidate. Can we all agree? Can we all nod or say yes in agreement that in terms of a candidate and his work history and voting history and all that sort of stuff? Regardless of being flawed, he won. Well, so this is my point: is Mm -hmm. the Republican Party sent a message of their opinion on Holcomb at the convention. Brad Chambers can't not run with Holcomb, right? He has to run with Holcomb. So what's the path? Well, you see, but see, but here's the thing, though. You're, you're talking. You're not talking about a convention. You're talking about a primary. And and remember, at the convention, there are a couple different dynamics going on. Number one, you had a lot of the delegates who were mad at Eric Holcomb, but also Holly Sullivan did not campaign anywhere near the way she should have. So so you have that dynamic going on there. With with this, it's a little bit different because you're talking about a primary vote, and the and the, the primary voter is different than a general election voter. Is different than a convention delegate voter. Because, like I said before, 
the, the establishment wing of the primary vote is about 40 to 45 percent. So to me, that's the universe that Chambers kind of plays. Kind of. So do they need Crouch to get out? Well, or does Crouch well, need him to? I mean, he's obviously neither one of them are actually getting out. I'm just curious. It seems like we're at a, having a staring contest here. Well, see, but if you're staring Crouch, why get out when you're only when you're only credible uh, female candidate in the field? That's my point. So I'm saying both of these two candidates, and look, I'm going to love me some establishment on establishment feud going on here. It'll be nice to see it happen to you guys for once. Uh, where you, where you have two candidates who cost each other the race, and one of my guys maybe sneaks in. Uh, 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 oh, Micah, <laughs> uh, I don't think there'll be any sneaking with that one. I, I but we'll get to we can get to that here in a moment. Um, the, the they it just seems like we have a stalemate here. If you have two people who are pulling from kind of the same pool, because they're kind of they're both gonna have to say we love Holcomb because. Well, Suzanne was the LG and he was the head of IEDC. Well, how do you separate your message if you're one of these two people? Well, well, first of all, Brad Chambers does not get into the race pledging $5 million of his own money if he hasn't seen a poll, if he doesn't have some backup. And he, this tells me that there's opportunity out there for him uh, because the race is so unsettled. Now, Suzanne's the female, so she, she stands out compared to all these other dudes. And so there, there's opportunity uh, in, in Chambers' mind and, and all, the, uh, all the army that he's got starting for him. What, you said a poll. And yeah. Abdul, you're the king of polling. You've commissioned many polls. And actually about to do another one next week. Very good. Uh, so that will you, tell us a lot. You will be the perfect person <laughs> to ask this question to. No one knows who Brad Chambers is, and I'm not saying that negatively because no one knows who most of these people are. So, Jim, when you say you did a poll, are you saying the poll showed, hey, everybody's wide open on their opinion and there's no clear front runner in this race? Is yes. that is that yes. what the, a poll would have shown? Common sense tells me that that um, Chambers has some background, some back information, that uh, back channel information that this race is up for grabs after, you know, most of the candidates have been in it for uh, – what dude in two years and <laughs> and and the rest of them uh, December and so he knows something that's they have not made an imprint and and you go into a restaurant <clears throat> and ask fifty people who all these people are and maybe two people know they, they like I said they may know who Mike Braun is and, yeah. and I'm and I, I tend to agree with Jim is that Brad is uh, Brad has done the data and if you look at who is who he hired on his campaign team you know Kyle Huffer uh, Matt Huckabee yes. Uh, I want to say uh, Marty Obes is uh, doing fundraising oh, for him. Yes. Jen Hollowell. Jen, oh, Jen Hollowell, yes. my good friend Jen Hollowell. So you could you could tell that he's done the poll and it shows that it's got to show there's a path to victory. Like, hey, Brad, nobody knows who you are. Like, well, I get I get that part. Unless you're like unless you're like in the weeds establishment sure. type type folks. So he's got the five million dollars. He can go define himself, and that's probably what he's going to do for the first like three months. I'm Brad Chambers. Biography. I, mm-hmm. I grew up I grew up in Lawrence. My parents taught me the value of hard work. My mm-hmm. dad would come home every day and say, son, work and study hard. The commercial writes itself. The, the ad that Doden is running. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah. He's okay. running an ad. <laughs> yeah, he is. Apparently, it's not working with you. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, it's up on Indy Politics. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, by the way, it's Statehouse Happening is our program here. I should probably introduce who we are. That's Abdul Akib Shabazz, Jim Merritt. I'm Rob Kendall. We're talking about uh, Brad Chambers being in the governor's race, spending a whole bunch of his own money. Now, you mentioned the Good Time Fun Gang, Abdul, and these people don't come cheap, 
and they don't uh, back people who they don't believe they can put their thumb on a scale and put it in their direction. They must see something right. I mean, you've got all the names, Marty and, and Hupfer and Hollowell and uh, uh, Huckleby. And, I, call, I call them the Magnificent Seven. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> sort of people you would hang out at, an elite, at a very expensive, swanky club with and force them to pay. Yes, I know, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, they'd volunteer. <laughs> uh, they, these people don't. They don't get involved in things unless they feel there's a pretty good shot. It's going to go the way they desire. Well, yeah, yeah Abdul will be hearing in the next couple of weeks some some leaks uh, on um, different polling or different background information they're getting, and he'll have his own poll. So Abdul will be the guy. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting because uh, we're going to be polling the mayor's race, uh, which is a whole other story and a whole other time. However, I do, I do think that uh, Chambers put together a really, really good – team of, uh, of of people who know Indiana know how to win it because uh, Huffer's got a, a good winning streak Howell's got a good winning streak uh, Matt Huckabee's got a good winning streak so he's he's picked a, he's picked a really good team of winners and so they're gonna uh, lead him around to, to get him to do what he needs to do but uh, right now what Chambers needs to do is establish who he is with the voters with five million dollars is it is much easier for you to define yourself before your opponents start defining you if you're the other people this is what's fascinating to me so let's say it was two people running and obviously you're going to train your uh, your ads and your money on that person. If there's three people running and somebody's clearly ahead, then the other two might train their ads and their money on that person. How do you do that when there's six people running? I mean, is there going to be some sort of, let's say Chambers somehow gets out to a lead of people. Oh my gosh, he's running. Is there some sort of like, uh, National Wrestling Alliance promoters <laughs> meeting where they all get together and go, we got to pull our resources against Chambers. It would seem more whether we it's... like when the junkyard dog pulled Mr. Fuji out yes, of Survivor Series. you know how the old-timey <laughs> promoters used to get together and decide who the champ was going to be? I mean, it, it would seem very hard if somebody can stake claim to some sort of lead to get six, five other people organized on, let's go after him or let's go after her. We will know who's leading when we see the first attack ad. Because that, that'll let us know who's ahead. Because mm-hmm. somebody's got to run that ad. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And my money is to probably uh, be Doden who does that. Uh, but we'll know we'll know who's ahead when we see the first gubernatorial attack ad come out. Yeah, so what do they do? They go to Doden and whoever it is. Let's say Curtis is in the lead or Braun's in the lead. Braun probably default right now is in the lead because of the name ID. But are they like, hey, Richie Rich, you've got infinite money. Go run an ad on this guy. Is that like how it works, or how do they decide who gets to waste their fortune running um, the negative? Well, ads? Uh, I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll be like a, a team of like wrestling promoters per se. I just think it'll be like whoever campaign, like, hey, we need to get ahead. Who's who's the guy in front of ah. us? Let's attack him. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online. With the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Uh, Rob Kendall, Bill Keeps Your Boss, Jim Merritt, Program Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Let's uh, turn our attention to the other person who's kind of made news, not maybe in a good way, the past week or so, and that is Suzanne Crouch with this. Axe the tax proposal. Our friend Nikki Kelly over at the Indiana Capital Chronicle. Merritt, you write for them on occasion. I've I do. Read, read your fabulous, I would say, handwriting, but it's not handwriting. It's keyboard pecking uh, <laughs> over there. She uh, she attempted to find eight billion 
in the state budget necessary in order to get rid of the income tax, which is Suzanne Crouch's signature proposal. She got to about five and a half million and tapped out and said, I'm calling it a day. Now, I found several areas where she didn't mention. So, but the point in all this is there's no way Suzanne Crouch is cutting eight billion from the state budget, right? Nobody actually believes she's doing that. It's going to be very, very difficult. And you have several factors working in here. Number one, uh, there is a local income tax. And and a lot of the support that Suzanne's been able to get since Christmas or December when she announced was support from the locals. And and I can tell you that they're not real happy about this proposal because it's taking money away from them and they have no idea where it's going to be replenished to or from. And so it, it, this, this, this proposal, there's a committee working on it with, uh, led by Senator Travis Holdman at the State House. Uh, she got in front of that, and and so it, it's um, it's very difficult because for the last thirty or forty years, most of the people in charge from Larry Boris to Morris Mills to Luke Kenley to Mitch Daniels, all these people wanted to do this, and 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 they they failed and they couldn't do it. So right now, that that's kind of it was well discussed, uh, but if if she's stopping somewhere and she says, well, waste and inefficiencies, well. That's kind of hitting her own government. Yeah, because she's in charge. Because they have been in charge with Eric Holcomb. So I think it's Abdul. I think it's a really difficult proposal, and um, in the lane that she has chosen it, with the establishment, because you see these these pictures and these these endorsements all the time on Facebook and whatnot, uh, of and they're usually local government heroes. And, and the other thing, too, is uh, because we're actually going to be talking to Suzanne uh, not next week, but probably the week after. Uh, me and Robert Vayner, our campaign spokesman, uh, kind of talked a little bit. Like, she's going to come in and sort of talk about her, her, her proposal to tax the tax. My thing was this, and I kind of mentioned this to, to Vayne, and I also wrote about it as well. You're talking 8 to $12 billion in, in the state budget. And now, is, can you cut 10% off of anything? I guess you can. But, but at what point do you start cutting bone and, and, and real meat as opposed to just fat? And the other thing, too, to keep in mind is, like I said before, uh, our, our two biggest expenditures in the NSA budget are education and Medicaid. And Medicaid is creeping up over education. So, so, And, and, and the income tax pays for half of that. So if you're going to get rid of the income tax, and, 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 and please note, Suzanne was not talking about replacing the revenue. She's about cutting, eliminating yeah. the income tax altogether. So like, okay, fine. How do you replace 55% of school and Medicaid funding? I, and I think we got into this a little bit last week. Abdul, you mentioned cutting to the bone. Now, if it were someone like me, I would say let's chop the arm off. And people genuinely believe that I believe that. So you can disagree with that. You can say I don't like the things you plan to cut, whatever. It, you, If I said that, I will find $8 billion, people would believe I would do that. No one believes, based on her track record as a state rep, or as the lieutenant governor, that she has missed, the government is too big and someone must do something. It just comes off as complete bull to many people. And, see, and, the, other, and the other thing, too, which which I wrote about as well, is Indiana, it, tax cuts don't necessarily do it anymore to, to get people to move to your state. It's quality of life issues. It's parks, it's trails, it's amenities. It's, it's that sort of thing. I don't want people moving to my state. So however we keep fewer people from moving to my state, the better. Does that mean, does that mean they're going to be for higher tax? I mean, you're saying it doesn't matter, though. Well, well it does, it, the, 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 the income tax, because Indiana's income tax is, what, like 3.2% yes. of some change? They are they are, uh, they are uh, elderly man shuffling a very small decrease over the next, what is that, five years or whatever yeah. they're doing. And we, I mean, we basically eliminated the corporate income tax. 
Yeah, they helped the rich business guys out. Boy, they boy, those guys practically tore a hamstring making sure those guys were taken care of. So, so, so the question is, uh, in, in, in any econ- in, in, in any sound, reasonable economic policy, because I remember this in graduate school. If you if you're going to get rid of if you're going to get if you're going to get rid of one source of revenue, that's fine. But how do you deal with the how do you deal with the hole that you left behind? And Merritt, you made a great point. Let's expand on this. A big problem. I'm not going to call her that on the show. A big problem Suzanne has is that she does have so many endorsements that they you know we're emailing out on a daily basis. Mayor ABC endorses Suzanne. County Council member Joni so and so endorses Suzanne. Well, you're going to really make those people mad if you get rid of a big portion of their uh, their revenue pool. Well, not only that, the the field is expanded, so the door flies wide open because maybe uh, Mayor So and So from Swiss City likes Braun more now, or <laughs> likes Brad Chambers because he brought jobs. Because you know, it, it it's a it's a daily business to keep those endorsements. So, it, 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 oh, is, really? People pull endorsements? Is that well, a thing? well, you know, you just people get a little I mushy. Can see, I can see Abdul doing that. People get a, <laughs> people get a little squishy and. And the idea Actually, of- I, I avoid that problem by not doing endorsements altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take away from what I never gave you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, it's going to put undue stress on local government, and uh, and and people don't like that. So it's kind of um, it's it's a really interesting proposal. Now, I've said that on this program before that lieutenant governor's job uh, covers housing, it covers agriculture, it covers broadband and tourism, and, and tourism. And and you te- and and campaigns are all about telling a story about the candidate and where they, that he or she wants to take the state. And and if she would have made a broad uh, statement, I want to cover the state with broadband. Everybody that wants broadband, the state of Indiana will have broadband while I'm governor. That and I've done this, and previous lieutenant governors have has done have that done that, and that would have really kind of brought uh, because. Broadband is is a big part of healthcare and and telehealth and all sorts of different things and jobs. Abdul, we talked about this yesterday. Did Suzanne make a huge mistake, which opened the lane for Chambers by not just embracing Holcomb, whether he endorses her or not, and say, "Look, I've been the right hand woman of Holcomb for the past seven years. If you like the trajectory of the Indiana Republican Party and you like the trajectory of the state." Then vote for me, and if not, well, then we'll all part friends. Did she miss an opportunity to kind of coalesce that group of people by not embracing Holcomb? Not necessarily, because here's the one thing we need to keep in mind, too. the And this, this goes to uh, Chambers getting the race, Suzanne, their tax cut, uh, Doden, Curtis Hill, Mike Braun. The, the good news, uh, I got some good news for you and some bad news for you. <laughs> the good news is no one's paying attention. Yeah. The bad news is no one's paying attention. Yeah. Because... For most regular people, like Jim said, you know, go in that restaurant, 50 people. Hey, dude, who's running for governor? Governor, is that Eric right. Holcomb? No one's paying attention. I mean, we we get, we we love this stuff. Yeah. Because we're, we're in the weeds. So no one's paying attention until after the mayor's races go through. Mm-hmm. Then once the mayor's races go through, then Katie bar the door because it's going to be the friggin' deluge flood of just stuff just going all over the place. Mm-hmm. But but right now, the, the good news for all candidates is if you're going to make a mistake, now's the time to do it. Right. Because, because after election day... There's very little margin for error. But, you know, I, one thing that's really kind of fascinating to me is that uh, Brad Chambers getting in the race, and we all know that Holcomb's people are, are part of this. And so that I, that's that's kind of Team Holcomb over there with with uh, Chairman Hupfer, former Chairman Hupfer, taking charge. 
This gives Suzanne Crouch freedom. Yeah, just blast him. Just blast him. This gives her freedom to reintroduce herself. This is who I am. This is what I believe. And and I had some ladies from Kosciuszko County come up to me at a, at a at a luncheon and say you'd ask me how I was doing and all that. But the bottom line is they they I said well you're are you for Suzanne? This is a female, women's luncheon. She goes they go no we're for we're Kosciuszko County is is brawn country. And I looked at them and go well Suzanne's been lieutenant governor. This is a great chance for a. The, the first female governor and and she said well she's too tied to they yeah. said too tied to eric holcomb yeah this will give suzanne if they play it right this will give suzanne crouch uh freedom to yeah. speak her yeah. mind yeah but, yeah, but, but, Su- yeah but Suzanne has to be very careful though because once again you're part of this administration for the past eight years yeah can't indict yourself right right Ah, oh boy, I just hate seeing these people have put themselves into pickles and binds. And, well, the next nine months are hey. going to be super fun. And Merritt, Sells more subscriptions. Merritt, you thought it was going to be boring. <laughs> ah, that I did. is Jim Merritt. That is Abdullah Keep Shabazz, the greatest tandem in all the land. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Kim Shabazz. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at ATTYAbdul, at ATTYAbdul. And be sure to pick up a cheat sheet subscription over at IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. Jim Merritt's on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. And be sure to check out his very fabulous Merritt in the Morning podcast found on Facebook and YouTube. Me, I'm on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon. Weekdays 9 until noon, Kendall and Casey show on 93.1 WIBC. For Jim Merritt, Abdul-Kim Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.